Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I'm super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up, it's the TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up, keep your faith in the Lord, and we restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it, you keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it, you ain't even got a flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it, now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era, I'm making they life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P, Pam, known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting to fest. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray ran, the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and they ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself, we gotta do it together. A life of wealth, we living like to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. Come a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. He's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, the Tony Raven, where you at? People waiting on the Intel call to hit you back. Raven got. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT, hosted by that dynamic duo, Tony and Ray Renfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree, bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west, it's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown. In the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT Super Fantastic Family. Today is Friday, November the Raven ninety eight here. Good morning, TNT. What a fantastic Friday morning it is. All right, we're getting started. Good. All right, Ray, we got anything? Nothing went out? Nothing. Nothing went out. All right. So, guys, let me tell you this before we get started. Because you guys have a million questions or not, I don't know. But um, anyway, this our, our, should be our last day, I hope, if anything gets uh, this done over the weekend, if I can get it done. Uh, not of being here, of starting late. It should be our last day. So I'm working with the uh, Strike app right now. That's what we've been doing. Getting our email set up through Postmark. 
and um, mail champ so I can mail directly just to our donating customers. Just what I tell you guys before. So the only thing that might happen, I don't know, because I'm trying to get them to um, change over our existing database, but it might have to be something else. I don't know. Because it says it loads it up here. There's a new system that just added. This is what I do. It'll load whenever you uh, do something. But anyway, I'm going to talk to them after the call. Hope I can get it set up by this afternoon. And one way or the other, uh, we'll get it done. Now, here's the big thing about this. I'm sorry to start the call off with this, but I want you guys to know it's finally about to happen for uh, donating customers only. And I looked at it, and I talked to them. In case you guys haven't been paying attention, which I know a lot of people don't do, Elon Musk has purchased Twitter. What does that have to do with us? Because a billionaire got a new play toy. Well, he's laying off half his staff today. Sent them all emails this morning. Half his staff is getting laid off. He's going to change the Twitter system, eliminate some functions, add some new ones. But more importantly, he announced on Monday that he's going to charge $16 a month for Twitter. I don't know if you guys saw it. $16 a month. So for all you people who can't afford to donate $5 a month, I don't know what you're going to do when he starts charging $16 a month just to be on Twitter. Now, that's what he said he's going to charge. He got a bunch of complaints. So he said, well, okay, maybe I'll change it to $8 a month, which presents the same situation. He's still changing it to a monthly service. So I don't know how much longer we're going to have Twitter available to us with everybody paying that, especially all you 100,000 people who can't even buy time on T&T for $5 every three months or a month. Now you're not going to get anything because he's going to charge every month. So instead, I will do what we said we're going to do, go strictly with the people who are donating because the Stripe system is going to send out the emails Hopefully effective on Monday, Tuesday. I don't know how long it's going to set this up, but I'm going to work on it as soon as we get done with this call. Um, hopefully we can use what we have. I'm reading through it right now. That's what I've been doing. And uh, it might just take whoever's paying this month, but I'll find out afterwards, and I'll let you guys know. We're going to get it done. But that's what should happen next week. It should be all over. We have fun on Twitter. Uh, I mean, if we still did use it, but according to him, he's going to change it, and nothing we can do about it. So if you're not donating, then you're not in the system, according to that. So we'll see. Just to put that out there so everybody knows. All right. What's the good news of the day? Man, it's funny how the world can look one way on Monday and totally different on Friday. Because it does. <laughs> totally different. Things are definitely happening in Iraq. 
there's more um, articles out, people talking about the exchange rate. That's all they're talking about is the exchange rate. Good, bad, and different. It should happen. It shouldn't happen. Is the rate that it should be. I can tell you um, they're talking about why is uh, Sudani, I guess that's how you pronounce his name, or is Sudani, <laughs> why is he saying now that he's not going to change the exchange rate when during the election cycle, promotion is all he talked about was changing the exchange rate, which was crazy because when Al Pervini tried to get it changed, he said it wasn't a thing to do. That's politicians for you. And you'll know just by paying attention this what's happening right here when you go to vote on Tuesday. I guarantee you half of them will do that. Anything that they said they were going to do. You're not going to see it at all. And for the very same reasons that Al Kazimi went through it and Sudan is about to go through it. It's because the makeup of the government is not what they think it's going to be or decision-making is not what they think it's going to be. And situations absolutely do change. And I understand that because that's a reality. Situations absolutely change and nothing we can do about it. When it happens, it just happens. Nothing he can do about it. So while they're giving reasons for him flipping and flopping, and his reason was because it's not my responsibility. Only the CBI can do it. I can't do it, which we knew 10 years ago. Only the CBI could do it. So how was he going to make them change? They can recommend do what they say, but only the CBI can do it, have full authority to do it. Our question is, are they going to do it? So they're talking back and forth about all the pros and cons and the reasons why they should and shouldn't do it. Their biggest reason, even if they change it, they tend to be confusing, back to 1190 or 1335 where Maliki wanted to go to, it would still harm the citizens. And they're right, because even if they gave them back the 25% they took from them, if the prices are still going up, it's still going to harm the citizens. They're going to get their little bit of raise, but we get a raise every year, cost of living raise, balance, Social Security raise, everything else, and you're still broke. You're still paying for it, because <laughs> the prices are still going up faster than your raise can cover it. And that's going to be absolutely no different at all for them. Uh, a lot of good things have happened, though. Remember that part about the rate, because I'm going to go to something else, and then I'm going to come back to it. That um, the new Sunni's president is doing. He is doing what he said he was doing, is putting a stop to corruption because he has the power and authority that al Kazimi did not have because he was a caretaker government. Even though he's getting blamed for not doing anything, the things he did do, now Sudanese prime minister is turning around doing the same thing, but he has authority to do it. He is arresting major players in the corruption. 
not the major players, but major players as, uh, I want to say, low-level men who signed on documents, middle, a couple major generals, a couple governors. He's working his way up the train, but he's shutting it down, or up the ladder. But he's starting to shut it down. He shut down one of the biggest oil smuggling markets in uh, Basra already. He arrested major generals already. He arrested bank presidents already. He hasn't approved anything for the militia as far as their money. Now, we got to look at this because this guy's playing a real chess game, and he has to be careful while he's doing it. During the election, in order to get there, he named the militia's uh, leaders as ministers. That was to satisfy the framework, Iran, everybody else. And he had to do that because they effectively put him in the office or pushed for him to get there. He didn't give them the other positions. What he didn't give them, what they're upset about today, because they're already upset about it, he didn't give those same generals power over the military, the police, or anything else. He said, nope, not doing that. They already got their own militia. I'm not giving them power over the government, over the military, or over the police forces, anything like that. So their Iran framework leaders are a little upset about that. Because wait a minute, you're straying from what we was going to do. The militia has already threatened him because they <laughs> already Hey, if you deviate from the plan, this is what we're going to do. They've already said it. Because he hasn't approved their money. Because the budget hasn't gone through. But if he changes that. He is now, he's put out for the military starting this weekend to confiscate any cars that are blacked out with no license plate. Because that's what the militia drives around in. <laughs> Knows it, guys. He knows it's going to be a problem, but this is what we're going to do. So it's coming right at them, and they're like, "What are you doing?" Because all of our militia leaders ride around cars blacked out with no license plate. So we don't know what the confrontation is going to be, but we should see it or hear about it over the weekend if they in fact start doing what he ordered being done today. What he is doing is. Building up the confidence of the people. He's uh, shut down two banks already that were involved in the theft of the tax money, the looting. He shut down exchange centers that are involved in the auction because he says they're just stealing money, took their license, everything, and he's doing all this quick. I mean, he's, he's making it happen. But he's had the authority to do things that Alcavini did not. But what he is doing is playing a great chess game so far, as far as now the people are having to stop and look. Sadar's having to stop and look. And they say he's doing these things to make Sadar happen because he wants to be around. Sadar did attend the mosque today. 
They did put out statements that he's not saying anything, not that he's approving of what's going on, but he's waiting to see what the rest of the ministerial council or his government is going to look like as he assigns people and see if he's bringing the corrupt people along. Now, the framework is all upset because they want Maliki to be the vice president of the republic, the first vice president of the republic. Well, the new president of the republic refused to accept Maliki as his vice president. And he said, if he don't accept him, he can't be. And they're trying to get Sadani to make him accept him as vice president of the republic, which he's not doing. So already their plan is not going as they wanted to when they put him in office. So this has people thinking. And it's true. The framework put him in office, but they couldn't do it without who? Without Kurdistan. Without the independents without the other little groups that were there. And we gotta remember when Sudani was running before or part of it, he left the framework and went with the independents. They're actually the ones who submitted his name and the framework pushed him forward because he agreed to their agenda, which we're seeing, which is common in Iraq. They all lie. Well, I can't say they all lie. We know it's all politics because all our politicians are the same way. They'll say whatever you want to say to you get them nominated in office. Then, hey man, I, I wanted to do it, but now I can't. I wanted to do this, but things have changed since I agreed to do that and every other thing that they come up with. But we're seeing it in this short period of time, it's kind of taking another direction. So, some other Iraqi people surprisingly are very happy with him so far and saying that he's doing the right thing so far. Sadar is happy so far. He wants to see what the rest of the council looks like and if he deviates down the road. Now, Sadar came out today just for that reason, I think. Anyway, I need to call him and ask him. But pretty sure that the people were liking what they're hearing and so much is happening so fast. He wanted his people to see him back out there. So he showed up today at the mall, praised his father, grandfather, and everybody else that he's supposed to do, and said, let's see what happens. But all that's good. If we look at the rate, they're absolutely right. It doesn't make sense to change the rate back. 1190 or 1350 that Maliki wants because it doesn't help him. What makes sense is what they said today, stop the auctions. We have to find a new way to do it because this is how all the money is being stolen. Stop all the pipeline where they're stealing the oil out of the pipeline and selling it on their own, which they've got two plans to go and do that so they can get that done. If they do that and change the rate, what does that do? That stops the auctions because nobody's buying dollars anymore. It's all about the dinars. 
That stops half the corruption right there from them even shipping the dollars up. But also, it makes the dinar that much more valuable than Iran's currency. So now everything they're importing will actually seem cheap to Iraqis. Not more expensive, but cheap. Which actually would make things made in Iraq even cheaper than all the imported things that they've been buying. It gives them a chance to stimulate their own economy. Do the things we were talking about doing, people opening up stores and businesses and buying their own fruits and vegetables because now they're cheaper because the dinar is worth more. They're going to be cheaper than the import things that they have to buy. So it makes sense to change the rate. I think that's what they're going to do um, to the one-to-one in Iraq. That's always been the plan. One to one in Iraq that is never, never, ever applied to us. And I know some of the gurus don't understand it. But the exchange in Iraq is going to be totally different from the strange exchange around the rest of the world. It's never going to be one to one internationally. So, what are you saying? One to one to the peso, one to one to the, um, I don't know, British pound, one to one to the Germany, no, it's not going to be one-to-one, except for in Iraq. Every other country will have their own exchange rate, their own exchange rate. Ours is supposed to be 481, and that's what we're looking forward to. So um, the ministers are working Saturday and Sunday. They were directed to work on the budget. Saturday and Sunday. We started to start their work week anyway, but that's what it said. They were directed to work, get the budget done, hopefully submitted by the end of the week. They want it approved by the end of the month. They said no later in the first half of December by the end of the month. Because we know right now there is a date in December. I did tell you guys that that they are shooting for to do the exchange, if not before. If it gets done before, or if the CBI sees that it's really going, or the price of oil changes like it is now, $93. I think it was $97 earlier. Let me make sure. What was it? And let me see here. Um, Oh, $98. So we're going back up, which it was supposed to be the first of November anyway. So these next two months, if it continues, the CBI might just let it go because the budget itself is that they're saying 70 to $75. Now, we know they were going to try and do it at $80, and it still might if oil goes back over 100, 110 before it takes effect. So we'll see. So a lot of things going on. Lot, lot of good things going on, surprising things in a short period of time, but they all look like they're directed at this happening. They had a, a bunch of countries at their event this week, all interested in doing business with Iraq, just like they were before when the exchange rate was supposed to change. 
Everybody's getting geared back up again. So we know it's there. We have nothing with the banks, nothing with the Treasury or anybody else at this time that's any different from what we gave out because everybody's waiting. Now, they are getting their key people in place because, again, I think they were told something's going to happen. They probably got the same date that I got. So let's start getting people geared back up again. And, again, I don't know what they were doing last weekend. They haven't talked to me by bringing all those people in, putting them up in hotels, I mean, just having meetings with them. I guess they just wanted them there just in case or nobody wasn't understanding it. But today we understand there's plans being put in motion, and we should be excited. We should be excited that I think we're coming down to the end of this thing. Guys, it's the first week in November. This year is almost over, and next year can be no better than where we're going to be. So, all right, Ray, let's get started. There's a million questions. Okay. First one is Lalo the Palo. Yes. Lalo the Palo. Budgets running at the same time a few years back to see how it would affect the economy. Well, you got to say it again. You cut out. Okay. Didn't Iraq have two budgets a few years back to see how it would affect the economy? Why would they do it again? Two budgets a while back. They have yeah, a budget. A program they have rate a 20... and a proposed rate. Oh. I don't know. They could have. I mean, they're going to have to make an adjustment either way you look at it. They're doing this. But they got the 22 budgets, which they've already said. They just had to make some tweaks to it, uh, which we don't know. Just simply is the rate that they were having it at versus what they're going to do. Uh, they have to adjust how they're going to divide it up. And now, based on their new government, who's going to be in charge of what portions of the money and how they spend it? Not hard to do. And guys, it doesn't matter um, contract-wise, money-wise, everything else. Once the rate is adjusted, whether it's the 1st of January, the 15th of January, the 28th of March, which I hope you don't have to wait for, then it's just about math. They go from that point on, that day on, hey, there's no difference if you go and refinance your car. Your payment is $600 a month. Well, I'm going to go refinance it. My interest rate changed, so now my payment is only $485 a month. Not going to be any different. The value changed. Payment's going to change, and everybody's going to be happy about it going on because the value of their currency changed. It's not a hard thing to do. Everybody has math and knows how to do math, and they'll make it uh, real quick. The thing is adjusting it within their systems, but... Guess what? They'll know before we do, and they'll be ready to do just that. What's next? 7MMSTW says, CBI's non-decision or delay of the RV is actually a decision that supports the framework's corruption. How are we to believe CBI is truly autonomous and working for the people of Iraq? 
Well, the CBI's decision uh, has always been affected by Iran, even when Al-Kazimi was there, because they always fought it. Didn't want it to happen and would cause issues to make it unsure. The CBI has always said, all I need is a stable government, which they now have right now. A real government is stable, no chaos in the streets, great rates, everything is perfect for them to do it right now, which I really think they're working on. The fact that Iran announced this morning, and I don't know how, because we haven't seen it, something going on in the back room, that they think all of their money is going to be released. All of their money in international countries they think is going to be released, said they will be coming out with an announcement soon, and they're not going to announce it until after it's in their bank account this time. That's what they said. Until we receive it. We're not going to announce it, but it's going to be good news. So did they make an agreement with the U.S.? Is what we have to think. Is U.S. going to give them that $17 billion? Is Korea going to be able to give them that $6, 7000000000 billion that they've been holding? Wait, was it Korea or Japan? One of them. So that $6, 7000000000 billion. Are the other countries now, because the U.S. is going to remove sanctions and let it go, those are questions we don't know. Or the answers we don't know. We've got plenty of questions. But something's going on in the background that they feel like they're going to be satisfied with. They also, you got to remember, think, regardless of what um, Sudan is doing right now, they still think they control the Iran-Iraq government because they put them in office, they feel. The framework. But the framework was only 30 seats, guys, out of 200 and something. Only 30. So he may be looking at everybody else and say, you guys, you can still outvote them. We can still do the right thing because now that he's in there. And so far, the only threat he has received has been from the militia itself saying, don't do this. <laughs> but we'll see how it goes. All right, did I answer the question? Okay. I'm sorry, talking. Booyah. All right, wasn't it? Booyah says, is Wells Fargo still the lead bank? Haven't heard much about that lately. Only hear negative things about that bank. Wells Fargo is the foundation bank for the GCR, for the RV. They are the foundation bank. Now, we hear a lot of negative things about them. They get caught stealing money, doing some of the same things that the banks are doing in Iraq, creating accounts in people's names, and they didn't even know they had them and on. And, guys, they just got caught. Don't think they're the only bank doing it. Don't think they invented it. They just got caught. I know other banks that are doing the same thing. To generate money account, why? Because of fractional banking, they're creating accounts so they can multiply the money and make more money out of it. But they're the foundation bank because right now they were the only ones willing to accept anybody and everybody for the exchange. 
even though some people are only going to get 30 days and they're going to have to close their accounts, other people, I mean, the other banks didn't want people at all. They didn't want the $100,000 guy, $300,000 guy, because they know 30, 90 days he was going to be broke anyway. So they, we're going to go through all that for them just to spend the money and we get no benefit. We don't want it. Well, as Fargo said, hey, we'll get the fees that we get to process the transaction because there's no negotiating on the fees at that level, I'm telling you guys. And uh, we'll just get rid of them in 30 days because they'll decide and say, hey, like any other bank, we decide to close your account and they'll close your account. But right now, nobody else wanted to put the manpower, time, or anything else into it. That's why they are the foundation bank. And they're large enough to do it. So you can go exchange your money there. Doesn't mean you have to leave it there. That's your choice. Wasn't it? Need now says based on three year budgets, but not signed by an official government. Are we looking at the rate in the 2023 budget by the end of November? Or can it be retroactive for the 2022 when signed? It's a bit confusing. Yeah, so it was a question. Based on a three-year budget, every year is a new budget. So I don't know what that means, based on a three-year budget. Said, based on the last three years, budgets have been approved, but not signed oh. by official government. Oh. So are we looking for well, yeah. in the 2023 one or... Retroactive for the 2022 one. And we don't know because it could be anyone. They could put it in 22. You know, I mean, we're looking for it. Uh, and if they're doing it in December, they have to make it effective then. It has to be in the 22 budget for effective that day. I would think. We know it's in the 23 budget. It was in the 22 budget, even though now they're saying that it's not. All right. Burbank Lou says, is Prime Minister arresting corrupt people who are with Maliki or just corrupt opponents? Oh, no, I think they were definitely with them. They didn't see any political class, though. They're just corrupt people. I'm sure they're with Maliki because that's how Iran was getting the money. So not saying that they were framework people, no. Corrupt people. It doesn't tell me which group they're from or what their political background is or anything else. But we know that was who's been driving it, who's been signing it, and maybe that. It doesn't matter. So you know what? Democrats steal just like Republicans steal, just like independents steal. They do it by position, where they are, and if they think they can get away with it. I'm sure. Now, um, Sadani is trying to arrest people that were in Al-Kazimi's government as well as people that were in Mahdi's government before. And they're naming that. Hey, this was before Al-Kazimi. This was during his time. This is who we're arresting right now. That's coming out in the articles. So there's no one government that was involved in it and no one uh, faction that was involved in it. It's bigger than that. What's next? Wait, let me answer this question first. Hold on. 
because it's important because you guys might be hearing it. There's controversy over it and everything else. Um, did you hear Biden said we're going to liberate Iran? Maybe that's why they're thinking they're going to get their money. Okay. What Biden said was he supports the uprising in Iran, the riots, the demonstrations, everything else. And he told the people in Iran, we're going to liberate you. And then he said, well, they're going to uh, liberate themselves. So he did come back and say they're going to liberate themselves. We're just going to egg them on or encourage them or do anything like that. We're not going to war, not going to replace them, not just going to give them more money. Because what they're writing about has nothing to do with money. They're writing about rights and fair treatment and, you know, women's hairdos. Not really their hairdos, that burqa that they wear and everything else. They're not writing about money because the country's already been going down based on the sanctions. So, no, I don't think it had anything to do with with that. I think, uh, and Iran got upset, so you guys know, put out a statement about it, put out they might bomb uh, Saudi Arabia because Biden said that, and that's the closest they can get to the U.S. is Saudi Arabia without starting a war. So that was just to disrupt uh, what they're saying is our election on Tuesday, because if they did start something or it looked like something, then oil would go up significantly like it did last time they bombed Saudi Arabia. I mean, the price is more than double probably by Tuesday morning, and people wouldn't vote for Democrats. So they were looking at ways to affect our, our election and the fact that Biden said that. They think that could hurt him if they do. Now, that's why the U.S. actually put Saudi Arabia East comes on high alert looking for something like that to happen. Um, but they're saying it was because he, he said that Iran would liberate themselves. But that's what that whole thing was about, just in case you guys don't know. All right, what was your next question? And Scout Dad was saying since you said the um... – let me go back and read it. There's a date in December that they are shooting for to do the exchange, not before. Price of oil needs to change. So we can relax until December? Is this question? No, because I don't know. They could do it tomorrow. They could get through Iraq right now, keep going. The, the, the rate is fluctuating up and down because this guy says we're doing it. This guy says we're not. This guy says we can. This guy says we can't. Uh, the prime minister saying, hey, it's not up to me. It's up to the CBI. Whenever they say do it, then that's what they're going to do. And, and it's for a reason. I've been telling you guys for 15 years. When, when it gets ready to happen, it's going to be confusing. And it's confusing for a reason. Because their auctions went down. Down, down, down. If you've seen the auctions, because nobody's buying the dollar because they think the rate of the dinar is going to change. Well, that's affecting them. Because now the banks aren't making the money. They can't smuggle as much. And they're like, well, how do we get this out of here? When people keep saying you can and you can't. 
Maybe it'll go down to this. Okay, we don't have any choice but to do it right now today. But what we do know is the last time the rate changed, it was in December. I think the time before that when the rate changed, it was in December. So it could happen anytime. We don't know. If they know we're tracking it like we are, other people are tracking it, we know three-letter agencies are listening to this call right now. They may say, hey, let's do this for Thanksgiving. I don't know. So I'm ready for it every day. That's what I'm looking for. But it's not today. And we know, just like we'll always know, well, hopefully next week we're on sending the messages out to you. <laughs> I will know because the banks are going to tell us. They can't do it without the banks, guys. So they have to be on standby, alert, something ready to go. They can't do it without telling our market guys, our forex guys, uh, um, or our, our market people. They can't do it without telling our global traders. They can't even do it without telling our embassies because the embassies get 48 hours notice too. So they'll know when people are coming in the country that the rate's going to change so they'll be aware of it. So there's a lot of ways that we're going to know when it gets ready to happen. And they can't keep them all quiet. They can't because our people, and there are our people, are just like Iran through other people, when a good thing's about to happen, they're going to share it with the people, regardless of what the government says. Now, nobody's going to share it with all, you know, 6 o'clock news. It's not going to be on CNN or Fox News or anything else. Hey, the Iraqi dinar is going to change in the next 48 hours or or seven days or anything like that. So everybody goes out and starts buying the dinar. But what will happen is uh, my guys over there will come. We'll still probably get calls from different countries. We'll get calls from Canada. We'll get calls from at least five, six different banks and, and market people, and hopefully even uh, from a couple military bases. But we'll know when it's getting ready to happen. What's next? Uh, okay, Hello. five callers. Two, five callers next. Two zero nine area code. You are on. Good morning and good afternoon. Question Greetings. is, what? Hi. What is Sadar's power? If he has no position, what? How does he hold the power he's holding over Sudi? The people. His power is the people. The fact that they will follow him and react to him at any given moment. That is his power. Okay. He can put people in the streets and disrupt everything. And so then Sudini or Sududi or how he pronounce his name will listen to what Sadar has to say then. He will try to satisfy what he has to say. And, and which is okay because it's just doing the right things anyway. Not that Sadar is going to um, direct him, but he knows his government can end at any time 
if Sadar puts the people back in the streets, regardless of the people's success in doing it. If they're back in the streets and the militia starts attacking them or the government starts attacking them, then the U.N., the U.S. step back in and their government is shut down anyway. And everybody knows that. And that's the one thing they don't want to happen. Okay. I'm confused on one thing. Prime Minister, is Al Kasimi out and there's an Al Kahimi in? Who is the Prime Minister? Sudani is the Prime Minister. Al Kazimi is out. He's gone. He's no longer part of the government. So Sudini's not president, he's prime minister. He's prime minister. President of the Republic is, um, shoot, I forgot his name. Somebody tell me in a minute. Oh, yeah, that's Tish John. Tish should tell me in a minute. <laughs> it's not her job, but unless somebody else can remember it. I forgot his name. Um, how Khadid or something like that is his name. But he, okay. he doesn't have any authority either. I mean, he's president. I mean, it's symbolic. And the vice presidents would be even less than that. But he so doesn't want Maliki to be here. Go ahead. So the one who actually has power then is the prime minister? Yes. And you mentioned last Wednesday you knew a date, but today you kind of hinted that in December the exchange could be done. But I get confused when you throw in January in your conversation. Okay. Latif? Oh, I thought his name was – okay. Um there's a date set for January when they want to have it done. When they want to have it done. I don't know that they're going to have it done, but that's the latest date that they said it should be done by this date. And we didn't know at the time, and I still don't know, if they were just trying to go back to the 1190 by that date or they're going to do the RV by that date. But if they don't, we know in the 23 budget, whether it goes into effect that date, or the 1st of January, by the 15th, they're always trying to have it in there, that would be the RV rate in the 23 budget. That's what's supposed to happen. I can't guarantee anything, but that's what's supposed to happen. Okay, would you answer okay. my question? Okay, get some other questions. Oh, thank you. Okay, All right, thank, thank you. you. 281, code, you go on. Hello, Ray. Hello, Tony. How you guys doing Greetings. today? Greetings. Fantabulous. I'm good. Can't complain. Good. Well, I do have a couple of quick questions here because the majority of mine has been answered when you first came on. So um, if the Iran money is released to them, then do you feel that at that point they would stop being – uh, against the the RV being released and then work with them to release this thing sooner? Because I think well, that's they a lot. Work the with them, up. but, yeah, they they wouldn't be uh, against it because now their money is flowing again. Right. And they, they right. don't need to steal Iraq's dollars. 
they'll have their own through contract agreements with other countries who would now go back to buying their oil if the sanctions are removed. Right. So they would mm-hmm. need that lifeline. Even though right. they would always do business with Iraq and under their new agreements, which shouldn't be any good because they said they're canceling all of them that al did, they still mm-hmm. had a contract with get electricity and energy, which should be canceled. So they'll still do business. They just won't need them for survival if their right. money or the same is released. Okay. And this is this is separate from the nuclear deal, right? The money that would be released to them. We don't know. They're not saying that, and oh. they say they're not going to say it until actually get it. What we do know okay. is part of the nuclear agreement was once they signed it. They would get their $17 billion from the U.S., their $7 billion from Japan, and the sanctions would be removed, except oh, okay. for the of the uranium. So yeah. that deal could be, they could be saying, let's just keep it on the low, get it signed, and, and then we'll go from there. I, I don't know. Nobody knows. Okay. They just put the statement out this morning. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, my last question is, um, so when you say the banks are getting key people in place, who may that be? (laughs) Who are those people, key people, like people that they need in place to actually work this exchange inside of the exchange centers? I mean, what does that mean? That would mean probably managers, supervisors, people at the top level who they stay, uh, start making out your group, start picking your people, make sure all your people are there, who we need to replace. Oh. Those are the meetings okay. we have to have right now. So when we're ready to go, that's what oh. I would think. They, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, those are my questions. Thank so you. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good day. Bye. Have a okay. great weekend. Bye. 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 Two zero six Erico, you <clears throat> Greetings, Ray. Greetings, Tony. Top of the day to you. Hey, hey how are you? Glad to hear your voice, and glad that you guys have been working so hard to work out this thing with your database and email and all that to have the contributing members uh, be able to get on the call. Thank you so much for that. I, I think it's 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 not a get-even move. It's a teaching move. You're teaching people that we don't need and can't afford any more rich people that are greedy. We have to have rich people who are generous, rich people who will share. And, and that's what you're teaching. And it's a huge, big, wonderful lesson. So no retribution, no get even. It's all about teaching the right things. And I know you're going in that spirit. So thank you for that. All right. Thank you for being here. <laughs> yeah. And then the other question I have is on this changeover of the call system, uh, when we get these emails, let's suppose Monday, will they be coming out Monday morning? And will those emails give us instructions on how to get into the call? Is that how it will work? Yeah, listen, they have a system that I'm trying to work, guys, just so you know. It's called MailChimp. And I have to put in, either I'm going to have to put them in, or you guys have to go put them in, because it's a new system they're just putting up. i got to integrate it in to the payments 
and it does customer payments, quotas, invoices, who I want to send it out to and everything. I just don't know if they're going to transfer the data to me or I'm going to have to put it back in. But I'm going to talk to them after we get on. So then, okay, um, we got MailChimp and Postmark. It's going to let me email out. I'm going to email out the links just like we usually tweet them out. So I'll email out the link. This is when we're doing the call. If we're doing a special call for special people, you should get it. But I'll tell you guys right now, I know my numbers. And if there's more people on that call that I send it out to, we won't be having a call. This isn't for people to share with their groups of people or their neighbors or their friends and have everybody right back on the call. When work like that, we're not going to have the call. And I'll know unless I can restrict the link. That part I don't know yet. But I'm trying to get it down. But if people are doing that, do it because then there's no reason to put the system in place. All right? It's going to be for those who can. Yeah. And I know, and I'm sorry, I say Elon Musk took all the question out of it because if he's going to charge you $18 a month or whatever it was, 16 and then or $8 a month, then you weren't going to get the notifications anyway. And if you can't, if you give it to us and we email it to you, then that just doesn't make any sense. And that's per month. So nothing else I can do about that. But we'll see how it works. But, but hopefully I'll, I'll get it done. I'm going to be working right after this call, calling them. We're going to see how to integrate it, work on it over the weekend, and we'll do whatever we got to do come Monday to, to make this thing work. Okay? Great. And then, well, people, you spent, mentioned links. Will we still be able to call in? Is it just going to be an Internet link-in? Oh, no, you you should be able to call in. Ray might have to change the numbers so it doesn't go out to everybody else. Oh, and he creates a new link mm-hmm. every time. So I don't know if we go to Oh, great, great, great. That's number. great. But we'll work it out. Okay. I'll put it in the email. Yeah, we'll roll out all the info. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for everything. Good luck with your weekend. All right, thank you. All righty, thank you. 610, Eric, you are on. Hey, good afternoon, Ray, and good morning, Tony. It is Greetings. NPA. Hey, how you doing, man? Doing super fantastic, gentlemen. We are past. The bottom half of the hour, so I'm going to keep it to the short version. So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony used to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our payments in order to buy airtime to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red payment button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your check and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box 1748, Elm City. That's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out those checks and money orders, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box 
And please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders. That way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. For all of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNTSuperFantastic.com website. Click on that red payment button and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit or credit card of your choice. Click on the click here, instructions, and follow the prompts as you go through. In the block where you are asked to type in your name on the card, after you have typed in your name on the card, hit the space bar twice, and in that same block, in your phone number there. Again, that helps Ray track the payments as they come in. After you have filled out your debit or credit card information, at the bottom of the page is that blue pay key. After you have clicked on that blue pay key, stay on the page for a second or two. You'll then receive a circle with a check mark and a sentence that says, thank you for supporting the TNT blog talk radio show this way you know your payments have gone through successfully remember to do it today ladies and gentlemen you'll be very very glad that you did as always ray and tony thank you for all you continue to do for us thank you again to both of your families for continuing to share you with us and make it a dynamite weekend ahead thank you gentlemen all right, thank, thank you, sir. You. Thank you. You're very, very welcome. Hey, Tony, guess what? Hey, what's going on? Um, I didn't tell you or the other members the update from the raffle program. We closed it out oh. on the 31st. You okay. know, we, we did this one raffle, hoping, hoping that we could get one or two winners. And I thought if we had five winners out of this, well, we didn't have one or two, and we didn't have five. We ended up with twelve. How cool is that? Twelve winners. Twelve winners. Okay. They, they won a one, and then three of them, three of the twelve, even won a stand to go with it. There was enough money to, to buy a couple of stands. So that was a very successful raffle. Twelve winners and three hands to go along with their wallet, so they don't have to ask their spouse to hold it on, like you do. Oh no, you forgot you bought one. That's right. I had to buy my stand. <laughs> so, um, are we naming the winners? Or are you naming um, the winners? Yes, it's, it's going to be posted. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll post it so that um, folks can see who they are. Most of them are going to be by their board names because that's how we know folks by their board names. I know. But we want to know, inquiring minds want to know, are they all open mic members? Uh, no. no. Oh, okay. They're all TNT members, though. How about that? <laughs> well, that's important. Yeah. <laughs> But they're not all open mic members. Well, I take that back, yes, because they become open mic if they ask. It's up to them. So for all intents and purposes, yeah, they're open mic members too if they want to be. 
But anyway, oh. we we will have the list. Uh, I'll have it parked up on the. I'll probably park it on our, in, in the forum. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll list the, the winners and the latest flash and tweets so that people can go to us if they want to see if it's them or not. Of course, either via text or email. So I think all of them know now that they won. But anyway, just wanted to give an update on that very, very, very successful raffle. Twelve winners. Most raffles only okay. have one winner. We had twelve. So that was great. Okay. Let's pack it up and get out of here. Okay. Look, I don't know. I mean, she writes sometimes. I'm going to say sometimes. Not every time. But sometimes she writes. Anyway, we got to check out the information on the on the calls for Twitter and what this blue check is because um, she's telling me that she thinks you just have to play for the blue check. Which I don't know why that would be important, but we'll see. But if anyway, our system should be ready next week. Don't have to worry about it. And we're gonna do what we do. I just thought that made it simple. I'm saying we're gonna charge everybody eight dollars or something, which is crazy. So with that, anyway, guys, a lot of lot of good news. I gave it mostly to you guys. They're going back and forth, but we know what direction is really going in. Expect something good to happen, uh, not in the next day, next week, but I'm, I'm expecting them to submit the budget by next Friday, like they said. They give them two weeks, well, by the middle of the month, give them a couple weeks to actually approve it and then see this thing done. If it's going in that direction and T-Bear decides to get excited because the price is going up, so gas is going up, their reserve is going up, and they say, hey, we know where we're going already, so let me just shock the world. We'll just see what happens if it shocks the world. If not, we're in our window now to truly see this end because there's nothing wrong with Iraq. There's nobody burning tires in the street, nobody shooting people down in the streets, no riots in the green zone. They have a stable government. Their money is stable, the highest it's ever been as far as their reserves and their gold. And they're about to have a budget passed for the first time on time since God knows when, 2003. If they get it submitted and passed by the end of this month, even by the 15th of December, all this is something we have never seen which all makes it very good for our future. So with that, I'm going to tell you do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your evening, the rest of your weekend, and do what I do is be super fantastic and share the super fantastic. All right? All right, Ray. Let's do it. Okay, ladies and gents, that's it for this week, this weekend. Keep believing, sweet shorty. We'll talk to you on Marvelous Earth Monday. This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
To stop conference recording, press 1. To return to the conference, press this session is no longer being recorded. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. We are out of here.